everyone. Uh, full transparency, we got through three quarters of the podcast before we realized that we did not hit record. So, here we are back. It is Sweet Film Talk Food Review, going over our, our favorites, which is our favorite movie news, followed by our favorite films, our favorite watches of the week. We'll then be giving you our, our main course of the menu review, followed by some desserts of favorite food from our favorite restaurants and uh, movie three-course meal pairings, three films that you can watch collectively to give you a nice palate cleanse of films. It is your boy, The Sweet Keeks. And who do we got here? Cheerio! <laughs> <laughs> What's it's the special this time. <laughs> What's the special of the day? Um, yeah, we have not done that. I don't think we've ever done that. that is I our, don't think so. We were seriously like 20 minutes into the pod, mm-hmm. 15 to 20 minutes. And yep. I looked up and I was like, we are not recording. So uh, we're going to breeze through everything again. Uh, we wish you would have heard the first time, but eh, the second time is going to be just as good, folks. So it will. That first Thank through you. was fire. So here's to this one. You know, the the I think we got the good cadence of that fancy voice down. Oh, yeah. And your British accent to follow was a little bit less Dick Van Dykey from Mary Poppins. I love it. Um, Still good both times. Yeah. Uh, but the first time we talked is uh, I'm doing well. Keeks, I know you're doing great, but we're going to touch on this again is I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving break. And Christmas break, I'm ready for a break. I'm feeling that burnt out. So 100%. I need it. I'm taking the last week off of after Christmas and just catching up on all my movies mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to watching that I haven't gotten to at the end of the year. Um, because I want to hit that um that threshold of how many movies I want to watch before the year ends and those uh movies that came out this year that I want to watch. Um I just repeat myself basically. Hey, you get my gist. I love it. So, yeah. We love it. We we know exactly what you're doing. I love it. Keeks, how you doing? Here's the thing. Talk to me. We talked about it a little bit, and you're talking about getting burnt out. If you are a core class school teacher, if you teach English, if you teach science, if you teach math, any of those, you should be at a base start pay $300,000, no less. You teach the classes that even when we were in high school, we 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 liked the least. And you have to deal with all of these kids that collectively are like, eh, I'd rather go do something else. I do not know why they don't make more money. $300,000, no less. If I was president of the world, all teachers teaching that would make at least that much money. $300,000. Yeah, seriously. Big time shout out to all you teachers, especially the core teachers, because to get up every morning, to be excited, to teach math. And that takes a special person. Some people love it. That's great. We need those people. We need we those do. people to crunch some numbers for us and get get those uh, get those kids excited about equations and you know, solving for X. And, and uh, parabolas Oof. and proofs. Because here's the thing. I teach an elective. I teach the movie making class. I literally teach the film class. And I still have kids who like get there and like, oh, we have to do that. It's like, bruh, this is literally bruh. the funnest class at this school. Are you kidding? You you want to know if you have to do this? Uh, if you have to do this, then sorry to tell you the rest of your life, you're toast. Yeah. Just yeah. it's just if this isn't fun, then literally nothing is fun. Yeah, seriously. And that's just, I don't know, that's just at least reality for me. 
Mm, for sure. Unfortunately. Uh yeah, yeah. So ready for a break. Yeah. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. We um, need it. Thanksgiving food. My favorite Thanksgiving food while we're here. Like we talk about every year. Mm-hmm. Um, love rolls. And I love a good stuffing. Love a good stuffing. So if you give me a good stuffing, I will eat it up. And um turkey. Don't really care for turkey. I do like a good turkey. But uh, you know what? One of these years, I'm gonna do like a nice chicken, nice steak, nice pork. I Mix get that. Up. You know, when did when did when did the first Thanksgiving happen? They probably ate a turkey. Uh, yeah, it's probably because they didn't know how to sear a nice steak. They didn't yeah. know how to make a nice <laughs> yeah. taco. Uh, yeah. They didn't understand how to make any other sorts of food. Which guaranteed, if it happened today, they'd have been like, "Oh, uh, why don't we just go to Cheesecake Factory? You want to just go to Cheesecake Factory?" Is that where you uh, get, get where, where are you guys going out to eat? So we're actually going to the Channel 5 um, live show with Andrew Callahan out in Denver, and they're having a Friendsgiving feast there. So we're eating there. Stop. Uh, You're eating there at the Channel 5 with other people? Yeah. That's pretty I'm so rad. excited. Channel 5 is a uh, is hosted by Andrew Callahan, who's like a on-the-street journalist who goes to weird events and will talk with people. And he, I guess, was um, at the January 6th riot or whatever you would call that. And he got footage of it. And so A24 and HBO Max are like making a movie with that footage. And he's premiering some of the footage at these events. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. And I just like his stuff. I just think he's awesome. We're subscribed to his Patreon. We've got a lot of merch. I went to go see him live last May when we did our uh, uh, severance episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm, I'm really stoked. So that's where we're going to be in Denver this week. And we'll be there Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Yeah, that's so sweet. I'm excited, very excited. Uh, not almost as excited, but not nearly as excited for this, but still excited. Favorite trailer of the week: Violent Night, David Harbor as Santa Claus, and John Leguizamo, who's in the menu, is also in Violent Night. Oh, which one is he? I think he's like the main, like the main guy that invades that house. Oh, oh, in the menu, what was? Who is he? He's uh he's the like failed actor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh-huh. the failed actor was apparently a play on Steven Seagal in the menu, reportedly. <laughs> That's um, actually really funny. I, had is, no, I, is, I was kind of curious about that. It is it is pretty funny when 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 that got posted. I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Checks out for me. Violent Night looks like a blast, and it looks a little bit like nobody uh, with our good friend Saul Goodman. Yes, Bob Odenkirk. Love Bob Odenkirk. My students love. Love Better Call Saul. Same with mine. Like a lot of junior high students watch it. I'm like, that wouldn't have been my type of taste as a junior high student. Because uh-uh. it is like a slow burn, but it's like has great payoffs. That and the boys. They these kids love the boys. Oh man, I heard the boy the boys is graphic. It is. I heard that yeah. is like violent. Interesting. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I've watched like a season and a half of it and I like it, but it is definitely like kind of a hard watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite trailer was Elemental, the new Pixar movie. Uh, Looks just looks cute. I saw a comment that it says it's like a rom-com for Pixar, which I think could be a ton of fun. So it does. I it just can't help but feel like it kind of looked unfinished. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm sure style that they're going for. Mix it up a little bit. 
Okay. If that is what it is, if it's supposed to be a style, then uh, I'm down for it. I'm okay with that. But it did just look like a little unfinished and weird. And then my movie news is um, Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four movie, is going to be placed in the 60s. And it's not going to feature King or um, Doctor Doom as the villain. I keep hearing that and I, I just can't help but like, is it going to take place in the 60s? They're going to go like outer space or whatever, get tr- transformed and then come back and it's going to be modern day. Is that how they're going to do it? I don't know. But because like for me personally, I don't care to see Fantastic Four origin story. Just just give it to me already. Like, let me see their yeah. let me know their power. Everybody knows their their origin story. So we've seen like four times on screen since 2000. So just get right to the meat of it. Yes. Get to the entree. It's baby. a weird thing. Just somehow throw it in some expository dialogue. Who cares? Yes. Who cares? Yes. Absolutely. And you know me in expo- expository dialogue, but like in this case, I'll freaking let it pass. Yeah, for sure. They're like Mar- they're like comics first super family. Everyone knows who the freaking Fantastic Four is. Yeah. The Incredibles. They made a Pixar movie about it. <laughs> so which is the, the better, the best version of every single on-screen version of the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that is uh, that is mine. But I'm excited to hear about your fave thing that you watched. So I watched I watched quite a few things. Me and Becky watched Panos Cosmatos. I got to see if that's what his name. I'm pretty sure he made a movie called Beyond the Black. Beyond the Black Rainbow. Okay. I got to double check if that's his name. Yes, Panos Cosmatos, very cool name, by the way. Uh, he also did Mandy, and he did a short film for the Cabinet of Doc of Curiosities by Guillermo del Toro. Okay, and uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, I think, was like his first feature. Cool movie, very weird, cool movie. Um, kind of this surreal avant-garde. Uh, feels like I think it takes place in the eighties, and it's kind of like a drug trip, and we had a lot of fun watching it. So that was a good thing we liked. Uh, we started watching also the new Netflix series from the people that did Dark. It's called 1899. Dark is like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, you love Dark. Dark is, Dark is fantastic. And 1899, I think, is maybe a little bit more accessible because it's not all in German. Although I would imagine that Dark is much more contained and maybe easier if you can get over the subtitles aspect. Okay, I don't mind. Um, yeah, I don't mind foreign stuff. Yeah, so it, it's dark is so good. So this one's been interesting so far. And then uh watched Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That was a fun little watch I watched on Saturday. And we also, comes to my favorite thing that we watched was Paul Thomas Anderson's Punch Drunk Love. Part of the fun movie club wheel that me, Spencer, Nick, and Tim have been doing in our group chat. And it's just, it's whimsical. Adam Sandler is this unhinged, kind of obsessive guy who falls in love with this other girl and their relationship blossoms while he's trying to hard this or hide this um, incident that happens to him earlier in the movie because of this weird harmonium slash piano that arrives to his door. It's funny. It's kind of a quirky movie. Um, it feels very ad-libbed in a sense, but Paul Thomas Anderson, it's an A-plus suite for me. I just loved every second of it. Uh, A-plus suite for you? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, loved I got to watch it. it then. Yep. Is and. It... Oh, go on. Buck and a half. Buck and a half, everyone. I love a buck and a half. Which means 90 about. I, I take a buck and a half, meaning ni- between 90 and 100 minutes. Yes. Yep. Anything basically less than 100 minutes is a buck and a half. If it's less than 100, 
it is it is well worth the time it is anything yeah if you can get if you can get that screen time that screen under 100 minutes chef's kiss is it like the movie her am i reaching i mean the beginning aspect makes you feel like it but i would say for the rest of it no Okay. But I kind of get what you're saying. I mean, I could see where you draw parallels, but I would say more no than yes. Okay. Gotcha. Now I need to watch it. Is it sweet? Like not sour? Oh, it's sweet. I think it's sweet. Okay. Yeah. Love I think it. it's very, I think it's very easily, I think it's very easy to, uh, what's it called? E- easy access. It's okay. on Hulu right now streaming as well. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite thing that I watched is we finished Lord of the Rings to Two Towers. It's in that okay. November time, baby. Love it. Yep, That's when Lord of the Rings thrives is the season. Took, took took us like three days to finish it, um, but man, the Two Towers does such a good job introducing its characters, the new characters of Rohan, um, well, the setting Rohan, and um, Wormtongue, and you know Aowen and all that. So it's great, and the the battle sequence of Helm's Deep is phenomenal. So good, paced so well. I love it. From a little bit of comedy to the action sequences. And to the great speeches, uh, Legolas giving some lip to Aragorn, and Aragorn's like, "I will die with them." It's like, "Yeah, Aragorn, you will, because you, you're the legend, you're the king, you're so, the chosen one." And then uh, this is not a movie, but uh, my aunt and uncle are diehard fans of LSU, and so we went over there and watched the game that they were supposed to win by four touchdowns, and they did, which is great. But they have an amazing spread of food, and it's just a lot of fun just to watch a sport. Uh, sporting event with some diehard fans. It's great energy in the room. Need it. Yes. So that was uh, my favorite things that I watched. I will add, I don't know a lot of people that are diehards for a lot of stuff. The only thing that I would say is like, we are diehards for making food and watching the Super Bowl. That is oh. what we are diehards for. And to a degree, the Academy Awards. Okay. Yeah, you, you're a diehard for Academy Awards. For I sure. love the Academy Awards. It's one of I my love. I love that you love it. Like it's gotten me more excited about it for sure. It's definitely were you never that into it? I wasn't as into them as I am now because you have definitely influenced me with that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can, as long as I can remember, even as a kid, I would like watch the Academy Awards. All I really cared about with the Academy Awards was like picture. I was like, who's who's going to be the best picture this year? Mm-hmm. Well, especially as we were young, like there was a lot of like accessible films winning when we were young. Yeah. Titanic, uh, Lord of the Rings. What else? I feel like maybe that was like, quote unquote, that the was last that was one. it. But yeah. stuff that was nominated was always like, you know, like the Dark Knight would be nominated. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. Just other things that you would kind of see hints of during the year so especially now that we're more locked in it's just fun to have like some skin in the game be like oh i saw that i want that one to win you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure so good time getting ready for the bingo getting ready for the bingo card of academy awards this year we need it we'll make one yeah um is it time for the review let's get into it let's let's get to dinner i'm ready your main course now it's a different waiter now it's a different voice sounds a little more like stewie griffin it does uh, serving, like you your, serve, serving you your next dish, your 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 main dish. And that is the menu review directed by Mark Mylod, screenplay by Seth Reese Rice. I don't know how you pronounce that. And Will Tracy. Uh, Nicholas Holt and his new girlfriend, Anya Taylor-Joy, are on their way to this extravagant 
meal experience with other people of similar wealth. Hosted by Rafe Fine's restaurant, a big, elaborate, extravagant meal that kind of eventually um, spirals into an event that they were not expecting. And I'll be honest, I had a very good time with this. I had a fun time with this thriller. You know, it's it feels like it meanders a lot. It feels like sometimes the focus of what it's trying, uh, the themes it's trying to portray are bouncing all, all over the place all the time. But it looks great. I think Ray Fiennes is fantastic in it. Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm not going to lie. I think this is maybe my role I least like of hers. She's, yeah, she's definitely fine. I think I think my favorite part of the movie was uh, Ray Fiennes, of course. And I thought Nicholas Holt was so dumb and so out there. And he yeah. had some pretty funny moments. Like the character that he was and portrayed uh-huh. was just like, dude, like, are you serious right now? Hard, uh, hard not to sit there and um, as two movie critics that have uh, never made a film before, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Talking here about how movies are made and critiquing them, which we will never stop doing. Well, you know what I mean. We're going to keep doing it. Um, that's, that's our job. Quote exactly. Quote unquote job. Uh, but no, what I what I really liked about the menu is, um, yes, it did have like a lot of tones, had some social commentary and things like that. But uh I like that it t- took place in a pretty enclosed setting. Oh, yeah, you know? true. Like the whole time, like I would say probably 85% of that movie was in the restaurant. Yeah, that's a very like good a, point. A good portion of that movie was in the restaurant. So I thought that was cool. And it, I thought it was paced okay. Like it didn't, that's what I liked about this movie too, is I never, I never knew when it was going to be suspenseful or kind of scary or it, when it was going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Cause there are like moments where like, where are we going with this? Yeah. And then like that kept me on the edge of my seat. Like I always felt intrigued. I never really felt like, Oh, what's my fantasy football score right now. You know what I mean? Like I always like wanted to know what the next scene was, what the next uh, dialogue was going to be about, like what the next mystery uncovered was going to be. So um, I thought it was a very interesting, intriguing thriller that had, a bunch of different genres in it. It was very much so a dark, dark comedy. Uh, this can be a very good kind of entry level into like thriller. It's not a horror movie. I don't find this a horror movie. This is more so a thriller to me personally. Yeah, I would say so too. Like a satire, dark comedy. That that That's exactly what I would say it is too. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's it's got a lot of good, pretty good like twists and turns. Even up until the end, I was like, is this actually going to go where I think it's going to go? Yeah. And there's some interesting aspects about like, you know, honestly, like kind of a theme of this is like what you like. Yeah, for sure. Don't I agree. Don't force it. If you don't like something, let them know. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I agree. Like, because I don't know. They're, they're, and that's like kind of what the, the fun part about this movie is there's a lot of different imp- interp- interpretations you can have with this. Like one of my interpretations was what you just said, like, like what you like, but it's also like, man, sometimes in life, like something can be so elegant, can be so divine, but it's like for us as a consumer, just give me, give me some fries. Give me, yep. give me a taco from Del Taco mm-hmm. and that will satisfy me as much as a steak from Ruth's Chris. I've talked about how my taste level, like it's like a, what is it? I think it's a a logarithmic graph where it shoots up and then it just plateaus after a little bit. So it's like cheesecake factory to me 
is exponentially better than uh what's it called than mcdonald's for example but like ruth's chris can't imagine it being much better than cheesecake factory you know what i mean like i'm still gonna like it but it's not gonna feel like that much more liking yeah yeah no like it's just like we'll get to our favorite foods and whatnot but uh it's so true because like to me personally it just really was jabbing a lot of at like foodies and people who are can be pretentious about you know reviews and totally and things like that which is it's it's so true it's like it's like movies food it's it's an art and like to the artists like that might be meaningful and special to them but to the consumer they might not even give a rip no nope. so it's just like who who are you trying to impress sometimes like you trying to impress yourself and try to hit that goal or are you trying to impress your consumers and that's kind of basically what happened a little bit with with uh, Ray Fine's character is I felt like he became so I don't know, like obsessed and kind of his heart was hardened and took the joy out of it. Like you got to always try to find joy in what you do too. So again, totally. it, a mixed, a mixed bag of interpretations of this movie, which was a ton of fun. Um, but I, I, I like this movie. I think, I think I'd probably give it a B plus. It is growing on me. I will okay. say it is. I, I will say it is sour. There are a few scenes that are um, a little, a little hard to digest is the word. Yeah, there are a few. There are a few. I mean, I get into spoilers, but like a few violent scenes. Definitely, a, a, there is like a, a self-inflicted gunshot wound scene that's pretty. That's pretty graphic. It's 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 pretty graphic. Like, say what you want. Like, no one really wants to see that. Even when I saw that, I was like, I know this is coming. I think it is coming. And then lo and behold, I was like, Oh gosh! As soon as like, as soon as they start preparing for it, it's like, Oh yeah, you know where it's going. Yeah. So that was. So that's why it gets sour. There's a couple of scenes of of violence that are like pretty hard to watch. So other than that, I had a good time at the movie. Um, B plus sour for me. Okay. B plus sweet for me. And honestly, I think it's just because I'm desensitized to violence and all sort of depiction of horrible things in media. So my, my, uh, my categorizing of sour is like, is it long and boring? Then that's sour for people. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I think I, I think it's well worth your time. I think it looks great. Um, good performances here, especially by like the supporting roles and stuff. There's a lot of really fun um, performances here. By John Leguizama, the the table of like three rich buddies that are there. Oh my gosh! And like you said, Nicholas Holt is great in it too. Would love to see him and Anya Taylor join more, more things because I actually think they would have pretty good chemistry together. Yeah, I agree with that. And that, that was another that was another aspect of the movie. Like all the characters kind of intertwining was 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 fun. So mm -hmm. totally. yeah. Good good watch. This makes me kind of want to watch. I know we never talked about it, but I want to watch Last Night in Soho still. I know. Yeah, I haven't had, seen it either. Like I haven't seen it, but this kind of felt like a little bit of Last Night in Soho type vibes. Coming from two guys that have never seen Last, Last Night in Soho. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> That's one on my to watch list. Mystery thriller. This is a. I might watch I, that I, next. That might be a good uh, next year October watch. I think so. Yeah, I think it would. Okay, so how, what do we want to start with first? Do we want to do our three course movie pairing? I kind of like starting with that and then ending with our three favorite men. men okay, let's go three course movie pairing. I'm okay. ready. So uh, uh, 
Do you want me to go first? You go first. I'm just looking at my fantasy football team and it is a oh. it's 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 pathetic. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay, three course starter? movie pairing. I have two. Oh, yeah, I have two to throw at you. Okay. And the first one, this is a comedy pairing. You ready for this? Yes. So we have the starter, we have the entree, we have the dessert. So my starter for my three-course movie pairing okay. is first going to be the disaster artist. That's nice. going to be the starter. Okay, the appetizer, just kind of get your tongue wet, the palate wet, get get it get it going, get it ready. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's your uh, blooming onion, if you will. Yes, oh, 100%. And then our entree after that is going to be the nice guys. I oh, think that's nice, a good one. I think the nice guys is one of the best comedies released probably within the decade. Yeah. It's one of my all-time favorites. Dessert. Mm -hmm. Dessert. You got to end on a high. You got to end on something very silly. And this is one of my all-time favorite slapstick. And that is Hot Rod. Oh, that's a great choice. So you got the Disaster Artist, which is more of like a drama comedy, obviously. Sure. It's kind of of endearing, too. Yeah. But it's funny. You have to watch... um, the room, though, you have to watch the room to appreciate the disaster artist. Can't go, you can't go in there just watching the disaster artist. So, disaster artist, starter, entree, the nice guys, dessert, hot rod. So, there's my three course movie pairing. Okay. Do you want me to give, want me give me my other one? Yes, I do. do I'm so want, curious okay. what it is. Okay, here's my other one. And I want to reflect back to the buck and a half watches. So, disaster artist is a little bit over a buck and a half by like five to 10 minutes, but we're okay. 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 But this starter is going to be the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, Wes Anderson! It's an original movie, buck and a half watch. It's quick. It's a buck and a half? Yeah, it's a buck and a half. Shut up! I gotta watch it. I still have you got it. you gotta watch it. I had a blast watching this last year. Um, really fun, really fun movie, absolute blast. And um, so that is my appetizer, my entree. I had, a, I had a hard time finding my entree, but I, I have to go with it. I got to stick with my guns. Okay. We're going with Dune as the entree. Oh, Dune? Dune. Just a nice spectacle. Okay. Just something that everybody can appreciate, I think. Introduces you into a world um, based off of the best-selling science fiction book ever. And wow. then your dessert. Going to end something with a, just something very cute, charming. Very fun. I think everybody can enjoy. And that is my all-time favorite animated movie, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse as your dessert. All unique films. Keeks, you're giving me a weird look. No, I, this is like, a, I dig it. I think this is a fun serving. Grand Budapest Hotel, original fun movie. Dune, spectacle of a watch and your Spider-Verse for your dessert. So there you go. There's my three. Okay, here's a here is mine. Okay, I'm so ready. this is the theme is Americana. Okay, America, think America theme, kind of the heart of America. Uh, uh, blue collar workers. My starter is Rocky. It's a it's a light good watch. It's a feel good watch. Get you really into the mood for what we get got you motivated. Next. Get you motivated. Get you into kind of the opposite vibe, but still similar vibe of Goodfellas. Okay, what I believe to be the greatest movie all made, uh, ever made, uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, absolute knockout, and this this film is um, incredible from beginning to end. So that's your main course. 
and buckle up. It's an incredible and it's a great dish, gives you everything. And now is my dessert. Who, you know, what's more American than uh, dropping everything with your best friend to go try and find the girl of your dreams? And that is Dumb and Dumber. Stop. Very, very funny Haley Joel Osment bit where he's the blind kid that they sell their uh, dead, decapitated bird to. Colorado's in there. Uh, The grungy way they get there and they realize the briefcase is full of money and how they blow all the money. Yeah. So my three courses, Americana of Rocky, Goodfellas, and Dumb and Dumber. That's a fantastic, fantastic theme. Okay. I'm glad you like that one. I I spent a little bit of time on it too. Um, And then I heard yours and I was like, oh, yours were also all very good. Oh, I love that. I love the Americana theme. Okay. Here's Kennedy's. This is. I told her to do movies, but she refrained from doing movies, which they are movies, but this is what she said. As a starter, tater tot straight from Napoleon Dynamite's pocket. (laughs) A main dish. Eddie Dogs from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. And a dessert. Edible flower cup dipped in Willy Wonka's Chocolate River. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I know, super creative. And then she has another one. She says, appetizer, ratatouille from ratatouille. And then the main course would be Hogwarts end of year feast. And then your dessert would be Sleeping Beauty's birthday cake. And I was like, those are really good. Okay, well, uh, another another reason why maybe our wives should have their own Yeah. Episode. When she said that, I was like, okay, that is super clever. That's that is really good. so good. Hold on. Becky was going to say hers, so I'm going to go get her. Keep, keep okay. everyone busy while I come back. Um. Okay. So, again, Kennedy's appetizer, tater tots straight from Napoleon Dynamite's pocket. Her main is Eddie Docks from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Dessert is the edible flower cup dipped in Willy Wonka's Chocolate River. I got to rewatch that. I got to see. I got to see that edible flower cup. And then again, her other one would be Ratatouille from Ratatouille, which all time, all time. Okay, we're back. Animated, animated food. Here's Becky. Okay, Becky. Three course meal. Three course meal. I'm ready. Okay, so I came up with a theme for it. Um, the theme is called Invasive. Oh, so, I like where this is going. Yeah. So the starter is Requiem for a Dream. The entree is Possessor, and the dessert is Tetsuo the Iron Man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Love That's you. nice. Love you so much. Thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That just, it just, it just kept getting worse. Invasive. The, the Yep, that's it. Invasive. Your face when she said possessive, don't know what that movie is. Is that that Possessor. bad? Possessor. So it's Possessor. Rick, it's a Brandon Cronenberg, who's uh, David Cronenberg's son, just followed in his dad's footsteps, makes gross movies. And Oof. then Tetsuo with the Iron Man is like the grossest movie I've ever seen. I freaking hate that movie. I know you hate that movie. You've yeah, mentioned that I so do. many times. Is it that, is that it. like your top five worst, least favorite watches? Yes. Requiem for a Dream. All of those would maybe. Actually, I like Possessor. Requiem for a Dream is also up there. Of just like hard watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oof. Surprisingly enough, um, End of Evangelion is not up there. For, yeah, me. for you, it's, it's up, up there. there. It's Maybe up there it's for number me. one. Would I be would I be wrong by saying it's number one? Oh, probably. Yeah. 
it's probably number one for me. Okay. I can't think of anything else that is. Um, should we go over our fave restaurants and our favorite uh food from yeah. those restaurants? Let's let's round it out. Okay, I'll go first because right. this this one is I want to specify this. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to pinpoint a favorite restaurant because I have favorite I have favorite menu items from specific sure. restaurants. So it's like it's hard for me to coin a restaurant as my ultimate favorite because normally when I go to a restaurant, I know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't really venture off into unspoken lands. Definitely. <laughs> I stay in my lane. Okay, here's my top three. Actually, I have four. I'm going to go four. Um, Wingstop. Oh. Spicy Korean barbecue. Oh. And Louisiana rub. But I got to be honest with myself. The spicy Korean barbecue has has taken the lead as my favorite wing there really? at Wingstop. It is so good. It's just got a little bit of sweet. It's got a little bit of spice. Um, it's on um it's uh not the dry rub, it's the wet rub. Sounds okay. weird to say it, but it is, and it's delicious. Um, uh, my next one, dude, Chipotle takes the cake over Costa Vida and Cafe Rio. And let me tell you my Chipotle order. Trust me. When we go to Chipotle one time, I will order for you and you'll be okay. changed. Okay. I get the I get the burrito bowl. I ask for two tortillas. I get pinto beans. I get the black beans. I get the chicken. And then I add the corn. I hate the little... chicken. I'm sorry. Okay. But keep going. Keep going. I like their chicken. I think it's delicious. I get their corn. I get their mild salsa, lettuce, mix it all up. I make my own burrito. It is it is delicious. I think it's so good. I love it. Huh. And it, it and it lasts me like the next day too. Leftovers are great. <laughs> so there's there's my Chipotle order. Um last few. Slab pizza, their yeah. Thai chicken. Their Thai chicken with pineapple. Mm-hmm. Such a good slice. I love it. One of my huh. all-time favorites. And I'm not a huge salad guy, but I love the sweet buffalo chicken salad from Chubby's. Oh, so good. And their Chubby's beer battered fries. Nice. You have to have the beer battered fries with it, too. That is an all time one of my all time favorite meals. Shout out Kennedy for introducing me to the salad. And uh, I don't know who told us about the beer battered fries from Chubby's, but man, we have been on that train since we first tried it. So those are my uh, those are my favorites. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to kind of go from, okay, so here's some of my favorites. I got to start off with the pork salad from Costa, from Costa Vida. Okay. Two meals in one. You get the salad, which is really nice, and then they give you the tortilla with it so that you leave like a little blanket of your meat and your rice and your beans and your veggies. Phenomenal. Roll that sucker up. You got a burrito, and you dip it into the dressing. Phenomenal. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't play with me. Next thing, Texas Roadhouse. Give me the rolls. Got it. Got to take it. Give me them. I will, I will, I will eat, I will, I will go down with that ship. Every time we go there, it's like, hi, we'll ha- I will have a steak with my rolls, please. Mm. And that's how it should always be. Those rolls are elite. They're undefeated. Next, can't go wrong with this. Can't go wrong with a pepperoni pizza for Papa John's. Can't. Oh, no, you cannot. You cannot. I love it so much. It's always, it, it, I've never had a bad one. Never had a bad one. That's that's key. That's key mm-hmm. to your favorite food or favorite menu item. If it's never been bad, huge. Because honestly, Domino's, I've had bad Domino's. Even mm-hmm. recently, when everyone's like, no, Domino's is the best, it is not. Get out of yeah. here. 
and they don't give you the free garlic, uh, the butter dipping sauce. You got to have the free. Come on. You need it. Yeah. Okay. Here's my last one, which as I think recently replaced pizza as my favorite food. This is a new development and I love it so much. Let me take you on down to my new favorite restaurant called Jinya Ramen. Get you that tonkatsu spicy. No kikarage mushrooms. I I cannot tell you how much I love ramen. Not top wow. ramen. I can't eat top ramen. I can't eat cup of noodles. It's disgusting. But yeah. this kikarage or this uh, tonkatsu style ramen, spicy. Uh, at Jinya Ramen, they give you kind of thicker noodles. Done. Game over. It is so good. When did you go? I need to try this. We we went the first time, I think, around like July or August. And okay. we've probably gone two, three times a month since. Wow. I am obsessed with it. It is so good. And there's a new location opening up in Lehigh that I no doubt will be going to uh, probably way too often. Okay, let's go. I want you to take me. I yep. love I love yep. being introduced to new foods. I will also say Acer or Asa Ramen or whatever in Orem, just as good. Okay. So, Man, when did the ramen come into play? Just recently. I'd never had it. That was like not like top ramen when I was a kid because I always just thought all ramen was gross because of that. Not true. Ramen is probably my favorite food now. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. big time. So, so good. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped. I know. Yeah. And I've kind of come around to sushi as well. So Japanese food, it shot up in favorite cuisines. Do you have a favorite cuisine? Favorite like country of origin of food? Uh, I love Mexican food. Okay. I really love Mexican food, like a nice carne asada. Oof. Mm, yeah. Very good. There's like one, uh, La Costa, where the Fazoli's used to be here in American Fort. Oh, yeah. Is it good? La Costa is delicious. And they have a nice carne asada. Side note, there is a place in West Valley all you can eat street taco bar. Oh, what's it called? I was worried that you would say that because I totally forgot. I've been there like 12 times. I feel like you've mentioned this on pod before. West Valley. Okay, hold on. Bring it up. El Paisa Grill. That's what it's called. Okay. El, El Paisa Grill from I think 11 to 2 weekdays. It's like $15. All you can eat tacos, chips, salsa, and a drink. Okay. I like that. It's it's the it's like the best deal that you can get. Delicious food. Um, great food episode. I think everyone's going to be very they're going to have some hankerings after listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, great, great food episode. I think the last episode we did our lap, we did a take about food. I think it's like 170 something. Yeah. Something like that. Hilarious. I like this. I like this was a blast, but I love the, the movie, the movie course pairing uh that was your idea absolute blast kennedy's were so good oh my gosh. oh my gosh super detailed a lot of fun like it makes you want to go like okay yeah i want to eat tater tots from napoleon dynamite's pocket I it do does it. yeah post uh kick to the pants from what's his name yeah <laughs> um okay well this has been take 210 Next take will be a me and Becky take. There's a lot of things we could talk about. There's a lot of stuff coming up. It's Thanksgiving, so we might do a recap of the um, of the Channel 5 show. Who knows? But we're very and excited. Then, and then after that take with you and Becky, which I love always hearing, I'm out of town. Um, after that, we're going to do Knives Out and the Fablemans. Yeah. Doubleheader. Big doubleheader. 
huge. So really excited to watch that. Huge doubleheader. Big Spielberg yeah. guys right here. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, maybe let's go over Spielberg rankings. Maybe let's like do a de- definitive between you and me top five. Okay. Not just separately, but let's 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 nail down his top five. Okay, like collectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Okay. I like it. I'm in. Everyone. Everybody. Same time. Out. You know the drill. Stay sweet. Sweet. Stay-